Ah, double PFM. <laughs> it's Wednesday. It's halfway through the week. And Matt and Lara are going to drive you home. Are you excited, Lara? Oh, well, I'm excited. I'm pumped. You're actually feeling a little bit... You're a little bit under the weather at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, a little bit under the weather today. You're yeah. sick, bro. Yeah, you? just um, when you drive a lot, I yeah. think you just get a little bit sicky yeah. in the car. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's I mean, <laughs> other drivers make me sick, so that's the main thing. <laughs> so I just had a bit of a weird moment. You just ran into some, some fans, and I know you was a completely separate person. I know Lara is my co-host on the radio, but you were just meeting some fans and signing some stuff. Do you want to tell the listeners what happened? Well, these amazing girls came in, Caitlin and Shannon, and they're absolutely just beautiful (laughs) people. And it's just such a magical moment together. Yep. Um, One of them, uh, Shannon, made me a beautiful scrunchie. And Caitlin made me a beautiful poster that says The Saddle Club. And we yeah. got pictures together. Right. And it was just take me back to, and a bit of nostalgia there, take <laughs> yeah. me back to, you know, everyone loving The Saddle Club and yeah. the episodes and everything. I felt very out of place because you, you guys sung the song, the theme song. Yeah. Hello world. Yes. <laughs> it sounded great, by the way. There was like four girls singing, all perfectly singing. And I was just standing on the side going, I don't know the lyrics. I know. You looked very out of place. I, I, I felt And you went red again. Well, yeah, that happens. It happens when I get embarrassed. <laughs> Uh, which I was slightly, and they were like, "You don't know the Saddle Club." No, no. and I'm kind of jealous. I don't have long hair because I kind of want a scrunchie as well. But I just got a haircut today. I know. Sorry, it's my scrunchie. It's not good All for me. Well, uh, we'll <laughs> talk more about the haircuts because I think there's a big problem with uh, discrimination with the pricing of haircuts for women. Oh, definitely. Way more than men. It's not fair. We've got a great show. We've got uh, Tori coming in from Morning to Peninsula <laughs> Pop Ups. PPP. Uh, she's going to be doing a bit of an interview with us at about twenty past quarter past somewhere. She's actually my brother's girlfriend, oh, so yeah, on. maybe I can get some, you know, goss for us as well. Exactly, and maybe <laughs> some free pop-ups and picnics, <laughs> who knows? Uh, we're also going to be talking about one of my favourite subjects, UFOs. We're talking about Ed Sheeran. We're going to be quizzing you on how well you know chocolate bars as well a little bit later on in the show. It's going to be great. Matt and Lara, Wednesday Drive, taking you right through to 6 o'clock tonight. Fine young cannibals, she drives me crazy, 19 degrees in Mornington as we speak. <laughs> And you uh, drive me crazy. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I do what I can. Uh, now, what did you do on the weekend? Anything fun, anything exciting? What did you get up to? Did of you get Of course. I loved the comedy festival. Have you gone? Uh, this year or in general? This year. <laughs> uh, not this year, no. I'm, I'm funny with the comedy festival because I do enjoy stand-up comedy, but I don't, I'm never really drawn to it for some reason. Really? I don't know why. I love it. So I'm obsessed. You know what I think it is is because I, I like comedians, but they kind of blow up just as, as they blow up, then they don't come back to Australia. So I'm yeah. like, oh, someone's really big, and then they don't come back now because they're doing stadiums and stuff. Yeah. So I'm always slightly behind. I've got to try and get them when they're up and coming. Yeah, well, I love the comedians. They're doing all things that we love at the moment, you know, coping with COVID, dating apps, love and life. So Mm. it's been very, very funny. And Mm. my family and I are going to one on Saturday as well when different comedians jump up and do their Uh, thing. A bit of a mix. Yeah, a bit of a mix. So I did go a couple of years ago. Do you remember uh, Tripod? Tripod? Yes, tripod. Yeah. yeah, they're great. They were really good, and it was—it's weird because in 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 comedy world, mm. um, very famous people sometimes go to smaller gigs, which is quite weird. Yes. Because I mean, there's no real way you can practice stand-up comedy unless you're in front of an audience. You can't do it at home because it might not work. Yeah. Uh, so when I saw tripod, um, oh, I'm stuffed up the story already because I can't remember <laughs> the guy's name. Very famous comedian from England. He's part of a a group or a trio. Oh, He's got a very weird okay. Noel Fielding. Is it? Is it Ross Noble? 
No, but he was standing no. at the bar and I'm like, whoa, it's the really famous guy. Yeah. And I've gone to the uh, comedy club a couple of times in North Melbourne just on open mic nights mm. and you see some people just before they explode. There's a guy called Ronnie Chang uh, who's an Australian comedian and he came in on open mic night and I'm like, he was really good. And I'm like, dude, that guy's amazing. Next time I saw him, he was on the Colbert show. Oh, Colbert. wow. I'm like, hey, amazing. was that the guy that was doing open <laughs> mic nights on a Tuesday at North Isn't Melbourne? Isn't it funny how people blow up? It Crazy. really is. Now, you've been in America for a couple of years uh, yeah. and I'm guessing their pop-ins are a little bit better than our pop-ins. Uh, they're amazing. So when I've gone to a couple of comedy clubs over there, they'll just have a surprise guest and it'll be yep. like, oh, yeah, it's just Jerry Seinfeld or it's just... <laughs> Kristen Wiig like it's just crazy who pops in and I'm just like well like you know a big fan so was that in New York or in LA no LA LA. yeah yeah because apparently the scene in uh, in LA is pretty good at the comedy with the comedy oh yeah and and everyone loves like having their drinks before and going in and you know it's just and it goes for longer as well than here as well it goes for about 90 minutes it's a a good night out I highly recommend it Uh, check out the Melbourne Comedy Festival if you get a chance yeah it'll be running 24th of March to 18th of April sounds good right now we're going back old school Richard Marks right here waiting for you. Waiting for you. Waiting for you. We got the beat supreme. 98.7. The beat supreme client liaison. 19 minutes. <laughs> 19 degrees <laughs> in Mornington. And I'm excited because Lara and I have done four shows together now. We've done an interview last week with one of your good friends, a musician. What was her name again? Madison Daniels. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> and uh, in the studio now, we're joined by Tori and Ebony, who are the creators and current owners of Morning Peninsula Pop-Ups, uh, which is, uh, explain, explain exactly what your company is to the listeners, girls, if you can. Yeah, yeah, certainly. So we are a picnic setup business on the Mornington Peninsula. So basically it's stylish picnic setups for all occasions, um, birthdays, hens parties, baby showers, or even just a extra catch up with your friends. Um, so yeah, we do the picnic setup for you. We come out and look after everything. Yep. So you don't have to lug tables, chairs, anything to the park. We come do it all for you and we'll come and clean it all up for you as well. So at the end of the day, we'll come and pack it all up. No hassle. Pretty good. I'm so going to get my friends together and do this. It's an amazing (laughs) idea. 100%. So I guess, um, how did you two meet? So we met through school. So our mutual friends went to the same school. um, And then I thought of the idea last year in lockdown. Um, came up on Pinterest and I thought, why not? And I knew that Tori would love events. So I gave her a message and then, yeah, kind of the rest is history from there. <laughs> so you haven't had any fights yet or anything? <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll see. We're pretty good. Like, we're pretty good. We pretty much bounce off each other. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, um, what's your favourite location be to set up the picnics? Um, probably the Royal Botanic Gardens in Ooh, the city. Yeah. Wow. It's so beautiful up there. And yeah, they're, they've got pavilions so you can even if it rains you can do undercover picnic setups which has been really good with melbourne weather so even though it's morning peninsula pop-ups you cater to everywhere around the state or? we do yeah okay. definitely state mm. not, <laughs> state. <laughs> not so much the west we don't go to the west around. i don't yeah. think they want to yeah. be driving on the other side of the yeah state. so from yeah. here to the city basically pretty yeah. much okay yeah. gotcha cool and is there a limit to the uh, the size of the picnic can it be as small as two people and what, what does it go up to yeah so we can do two to thirty people so yep. thirty 30. at the moment is our max yep. um but yeah hopefully in the future we'll extend and grow mm. 
Uh, now I've seen some of your uh, some of your work on Instagram. If people do want to check out, what the, what should they uh, search for? Um, so it's Mornington Peninsula pop ups on Instagram. We have an Instagram and Facebook. Currently working on the website, so you'll be able to book on there as well. That's awesome. Now we noticed that the designs are great and they're fantastic. They're very catered towards uh, I'd say sophisticated ladies. Yeah. Uh, is there any chance that you might you know move into doing men's picnics, blog like men's oh. picnics, and maybe some bucks parties and stuff like that? Is there any chance Jeff, that you that might could be move yeah. into yeah. definitely on the cards? Yeah. We've got lots of goals and lots of ideas um, coming up so keep an eye out mm-hmm. <laughs> and is there any do you supply any of the food as well <laughs> we um, we work with a couple of grazing companies in the area oh. so we can organize um, grazing and cheese platters for you yep um, what we are don't, they called um, so we work with Petal and Fig oh, and there's a couple if Petal and Fig aren't available we can use a couple of other local ones so mm. yeah we use them quite often actually yeah. a lot of people request I'm getting hungry platters. already thinking oh. about that <laughs> they are incredible yeah. I kind of want to go for a picnic. I know. <laughs> Do you know someone who does picnics? Yeah. <laughs> Give us a call, guys. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any questions? Do you have any questions? No, <laughs> no, that that's it. it. You stole all my questions. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do apologise. Uh, well, thanks for coming in, girls. I really enjoyed the chat. And uh, just uh, check out the website again. It's MP Pop Ups. Yeah. Just search that, and you'll find all their pop ups and their picnics and everything that's going on. Uh, thanks uh, for coming in. We're already booking. Yeah, honestly, we're already booking. booking. Can't wait you. to see you guys. Booking right, right now. A bit of Michael Jackson on 98.7. I don't pay it my ex's best friend, 98.7, Artable PFM, bit of Machine Gun Kelly there. A guy that had beef with Eminem, and he lost so badly. Now he does rock music. That's how badly he lost with his beef. <laughs> uh, speaking of beef, you know who I've got beef with? Uh, society, and more specifically hairdressers. Mm. One of my, I went to the hairdresser today. One of my friends is learning to become a barber, and uh, she cut my hair today. Did a great job. A free haircut. You can't really complain. Uh, but I noticed on Facebook the other day, one of my female friends was complaining about how much it costs women to get their hair done. It's ridiculous. And I'm all for this, you know, women's movement going on. I think everything should be even. It should be 50-50. Everything should be, you know, equal. But why is the hair, Why is it so much more expensive for women to get their hair cut than men? It's, it's unjust. I don't know, but I got a blow dry on the weekend for a wedding that I was going to. And, you know, it only took half an hour or something and yeah. it cost me $76 just for a blow dry. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're just washing my hair yeah. and you're blow drying drying it yeah and I actually hated it after. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> that happens a lot as well. I know. You, and I didn't like it. It was messy. It wasn't stylish at all. And yep. then it actually started raining. And mm. so the, the hair <laughs> blow dry just went to waste. Wow. But it was $76. I remember the times when it was about $45. Yep. And how much it's jumped yep. is ridiculous. Like They didn't even dye my hair. They didn't even cut it. Is there any reason for it? Like I can't think of any real reason for it. Because I reckon if, we, if I was a man and I had long hair and I went in and got the same thing oh. i still think they would charge me cheaper oh yeah they would probably charge you 15 dollars. i don't know why maybe it's a thing because they know women will pay it where I guys know. will just be like ah oh, who cares about my hair and maintenance for women is such a thing like yeah. we have to you know get our eyebrows done we have to dye our hair we have to fair. go wax yeah. you know guys it's just crazy. have to basically shower maybe put in hair know. gel if they can be bothered yeah, but it's it's ridiculous. I'm not I'm not I'm not a fan of it. So basically, no. I'm campaigning for hairdressers to make the prices more even. Uh, you know, it's going to bite me in the ass because it's going to come back and it's just going to cost me more money to get the hairdressers. It's not going to lower the price of women <laughs> at all. But because uh, I've noticed even for men, like when I started getting my hair cut, it was like oh, twenty bucks. Now it's about like thirty eight bucks. I know. I mean, I'm not liking this, and no. it's not like the pay has really changed. No. So to put the prices up when exactly. the pay hasn't changed as well is kind of weird. I'm not fair, man. I tell you what, we no. should write a book. 
petition. We should get something started. Yeah, let's campaign. And just make it even because it's just not fair for the ladies out there. You know, know. getting their blowouts. What's the most you've ever spent on a hair dresser experience? Uh, probably about $300. Or extensions I had back in LA and that cost about $800. Wow. Yeah. Mine's probably about 38 bucks. <laughs> I hate you. I know. <laughs> I do what I can. Right now, a bit of Oasis. You're on Wednesday Drive with Matt and Lara. 3FM. Matt and Lara for your Wednesday Drive Home, 98.7 Rdouble PFM. Uh, now, we're going to be a little bit judgy McJudge face here and be <laughs> a little bit mean to some people because there was a survey that was done during this week uh, about the best-looking bald man in the world. So it was a Google search study. So 17.6 million times voted the sexiest bald man is Prince William. Mm. Okay. I mean, he's not my type. No. Uh, definitely Dwayne Johnson would have it for me. I mean, I mean he's just a hunk. That's what I mean. As a heterosexual oh, male, I'm like, I get it. Me. I get I get the rock. The mm. rock, I get. Oh, yes. You know. Uh, Prince Prince William, I get no. the princes confused, and the royals kind of freak me out a little bit. Too. Yeah, do you think it's some of the uh, like you know from when he was younger? Because I remember he was he was the hot prince there for he about three seconds. He was the hot seconds. one, and and Harry was the one who was like the other one. Yeah, the other one, the, or the bad one. <laughs> yeah, but then it kind of switched. But now they've switched, and yeah. Harry is super super hot. Yeah, yeah. which is weird. Uh, there was also another guy on the list. Uh, yes, the um so runner up was um, John Travolta. <laughs> And, Who's doing this list? Yeah, and Statham, uh, Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Well, that's my that's my Jason Statham. I'm okay, Jason Statham. well, maybe you should just leave that Jason, for inside the I'm the doing, room. I'm doing the radio. <laughs> I'm the radio right now. Um, really, John Travolta was second. First of all, I never got the John Travolta thing, even when he was younger. I really, never, in no, Greece, Sandy. No, I never got it. That was my Sandy. That, that was my John Travolta as well. I Sandy. know. All I can I say is Sandy. Him. Sandy, yeah. that's all I can say. No, I don't get the John Travolta thing. I think there's some better looking bald men out there than, than most think? I don't know. I'm trying to, I was trying to think if there's a, a bald equivalent for women, you know, because oh, yeah. I mean, it's not voluntary most of the time. Well, I, I don't think I know anyone right now who would be bald, but I think Natalie Portman's being bald. Natalie Portman has been bald. Um, and You're there's right. someone else who's been bald as uh, well. Demi oh. Moore. She yes, Demi Moore and also Megan Fox. Really? But I feel like if Ruby Rose shaved her head, I'd be so into that. <laughs> like she is so smoking. She could convert you. And she's in Batwoman now as Batwoman. Like really? how cool is that? Is that the one that's coming out? No, coming it's already out. out. She's yeah. in Batwoman? Yeah. Oh, is it a TV, it's a TV show? show? Yeah, ah, yeah. So you got to be up to date. I'm not up to date with my Ruby Rose. I know, but she is just so cool. Okay, honestly, well, all those tattoos and the leather jacket, and she's got a je ne sais quoi about her. Yeah, but Hollywood well. loves her at the moment. She's in everything, Pitch Perfect. Mm, she's um, smashing it. I know she's doing really well. She was in Orange Is the New Black as well, wasn't she? For a while. Yeah, and she was in um, a movie with Vin Diesel as well. Ah, so another she's bald doing, man. Yeah, really well. Oh yes, another Vin. bald. Man. <laughs> Yeah. About Vin, don't yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, Why didn't he yeah. run out? He yeah, should have been a Travolta. He's got those muscles yeah. and the vein going through his okay, head. Okay, let's redo the list. It should be The Rock. Yeah, The Rock. Then what do you Vin, want to do? Vin. Then, then Jason. Jason. Then... Then, Who else is bald? I feel like there's more bald people. I feel like there's much more. During this next song, we're going to Google some bald people. Yes. We're going to get a proper list going. It's going to be good. <laughs> but right now, it's Olivia O'Brien. And now, right now. Maybe we would be in love right now. Nah, nah, nah. 
Now, Olivia O'Brien, 98.7 RPPFM. Uh, now, we've had a bit of a, a famous man walking around town uh, the last couple of days in the Mornington Peninsula area. Uh, Mr. Edward Sheeran is in town because he came uh, for the state funeral of Michael Gadinsky, uh, the record mushroom record label owner. Uh, I don't know, did you see any of the funeral yourself or the memorial service? No, I didn't. Well, he did uh, He did a couple of songs, Ed Sheeran, and the last one he did was a song that he wrote in lockdown while he was here waiting to get the all clear. Uh, and he kind of broke down at the end of the song. And it, was, oh. it, was, it was very moving. One of my friends wow. actually went there. I've got to watch this. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. You can just use, well, it's not good. I mean, it's sad, obviously, but it's, yeah. a, it's a moving yeah. moment. But she but, she um, mm. she was one of the 7,000 people in attendance. And she said, uh, there wasn't a dry house, a dry eye I in, in the, the house. house. <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, yeah, and he's been spotted around town. He went to wow. the Sorrento Hotel the other day with his wife oh, and his amazing. baby. So it's pretty cool. We should try and get him on the show next week if he's still in town. Yeah, I mean, you know, he'd be totally up for that. Yeah, 100%. But he's not the only person. Apparently, he's contemplating moving down here as well but he's not the only celebrity doing it at the moment wait also- i thought ed sheeran was wanting to move to new zealand because he did oh, a gap year in yeah well new there's zealand. been there's been a yeah he well he wants to move to new zealand also he's been apparently checking oh, out some he just places loves it down here about and, MP as and well. our neighbors as yeah, well i mean who wouldn't it's a great place to live i know well pink actually was eyeing a property down the morning to peninsula uh mm. she got some reviews from porter and ellen mm, about what spots do. could be good yeah and apparently now Mornington peninsula has been dubbed the Malibu of Australia. So oh. that's a big, it's you a know. Big, it's a big claim. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, I mean, the prices are already pretty expensive around I here. I know. So hopefully we don't get and a And we Byron. do have the beautiful beaches. Yeah, I mean, so. who wouldn't want to live here? I know. It's, it's the most livable city in the world and it's one of the most beautiful areas in the most livable city in the world. Definitely. Who wouldn't? Uh, speaking of Ed Sheeran, we're going to go to one of his songs, I'm a Mess, off his album Multiply. Hey, after five o'clock, we're going to be talking more stuff. UFOs, we've got the chocolate bar quiz coming up for Lara. Uh, it's going to be all happening. So right now, Ed Sheeran, I'm a mess on 98.7, Audible PFM. 8.3 FM. Seven minutes past five, 98.7, Audible PFM. Matt and Lara for your Wednesday drive home. Now, uh, doing the show over the last couple of weeks with Lara, she uh, she enjoys a quiz. She, she's <laughs> inquisitive and she enjoys a bit of a quiz. Uh, so I mentioned her about chocolate bars and you kind of got a bit excited for that one. I know, I'm obsessed with chocolate. Uh, so we're going to do a quiz where... You're going to try and guess the chocolate bar. Okay. Just based on the description. Now, I don't know how this is going to go. If it's terrible, we'll just go to a song. Who, who knows? Uh, and I've noticed doing the list that some of the song, some of the um, chocolate bars are a little bit repetitive in how they describe themselves. So we'll start off simple and see how you go. All right. So this one is a milk chocolate. It's just milk chocolate milk surrounded chocolate? by a candy shell. Candy shell. Candy shell. Mm. <laughs> small. It's small. Small. It's not really a chocolate bar. It's chocolate though well what's it doing on the list oh, well, then? There's, there's a couple that aren't quite bars <laughs> but they're in the bar list you'd buy them with the bars you'd buy them with a bar like is it a chocolate egg or uh, it's small yeah small no small m&m m&m that's not a candy on the outside <laughs> i was thinking that's like the way they candy like pink candy you know okay all right so the second one uh let's go with now you've been out of the country for a while so i'm not 100 sure if you'll get this one oh, this goodness. is caramel and biscuit balls covered in milk chocolate caramel and milk and biscuit balls <laughs> this, this is a more of a traditional bar traditional bar. bar is it a bar or a ball it's it's a bar it's a bar okay don't know it's purple oh. Purple? Purple, purple. A violet crumble. No. Oh, no. no I didn't put that on the list. Damn it. Uh, no, it's Boost. Do you know Boost bars? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I know you've been I haven't had one of those in a while. All right, this one's easy. If you don't get this one, you're off the team, okay? <laughs> so this is cherry and coconuts 
in dark chocolate. Oh, cherry rye. Yeah. Oh, I love a cherry rye. All right. So this one is one of my old favorites. They used to be quite cheap, these ones. This is a bit of a hint. Mm -hmm. used to be quite cheap. So this is a wafer biscuit and caramel. Wafer biscuit and caramel. caramel coated oh, in Kit Kat? No, it was long and skinny. Long. That's what she long, said. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> it was a very cheap one. Oh, a cheap one. Long and skinny. No, no. Wafer. Wafer. And what was the other ingredient? Uh, that was it. <laughs> Just caramel and wafer. Caramel and Surrounded wafer. by chocolate. Okay, give it to me. Nah, it's chomp. Do you remember chomps? Oh, I do. I love a chomp. These ones are like very old school. No, no, because I jumbled the list. Okay, this is an American one, famous from a TV show. Small round, mm. uh, small rounds of mint covered in milk chocolate. This is an American one. Mint, similar to the M and M's. Oh, mint. Um, <laughs> this, why are all these like so hard? I don't understand. Junior mint. Junior mints. I wouldn't have never. No, got you didn't that. get that in America. No. Oh, okay. All right. Let's do an easy one. Let's just do a real easy one. Okay. Malt, milk, malt center, surrounded by chocolate. Maltesers. Yes. All right. Let's do this one. Thin folds of chocolate in a bar form. Oh, uh, flake. Yes. yes. Okay. Thin folds of chocolate, but this time mm. surrounded by, <laughs> surrounded by milk chocolate as well. Surrounded by milk. This chocolate. is one of my. This is probably oh. my favorite one. Oh. Purple. Oh, twill. Yeah. Oh, I love twill. Oh, how good are twills? Yeah. Because it's all the goodness of the flake, except not so messy. I know. It's a win-win. Yeah, it doesn't go everywhere. All right, this one's a very popular one as well. This is caramel okay. and nougat, covered in chocolate. Uh, see, I don't very like popular. nougat. So very popular one. Oh, caramel and nougat. <laughs> oh, no. It's a planet. Uh, yeah, give me more. Mars? <laughs> oh, Mars bar. <laughs> so, this is some of the descriptions, because you, you think they've got more stuff in them, but they really just have a couple of things. It's just wow. Like nougat and caramel. That's really um, funny. Okay, let's see if I can get you another one. Uh, well, let me read you out one. I don't know if you'll be able to read my writing. Also, yeah. I know what the answers are because I wrote it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe I'll do something where it's just crazy. you just try and just. Tr and you, just what, what's your favorite one? Do you want to talk about what the favorite one? What's your favorite one? What is your favorite chocolate bar of all time? Favorite chocolate bar would have to be. Oh, um, that one you know with the green packaging. It's called Arrow or oh Arrow Arrow's Arrow Arrow oh, mint Arrow the mint Arrow when it just bubbles yeah, in your mouth. That's like, a pretty good that's one. incredible. That's a pretty good one. How what about, about you? I like well, I like twirl. I'm a very um, yeah. I'm susceptible to twirl. Uh, yeah, I think I reckon M and M's are pretty good as well. Whenever I have an M and M, I'm like these are underrated. I always have like M and M's in gold class. I could just get a little pot of M and M's and stuff my face and Maltesers as well. Maltesers you can't really go wrong with a Maltese. Yeah, well, I'm celiac, so I kind of the middle. Ah, damn it, damn it. <laughs> hey, we're going to be talking about more treats a bit later on the show, but right now it's Ramus in the shadows. Old school. My favourite. Uh, no, 98.7, Audible PFF. 18 minutes past 5, 98.7, Audible PFM, 19 degrees in Mornington. The weather's been a bit better this week. It's going to get warm over the next couple of days as well, which is yeah, going to be... Yeah, it's beautiful today. It's going to be good. Now, uh, when we first met uh, <laughs> and you hadn't heard my show before, you're like, well, so what do you talk about on your show? And I'm like, oh, yeah, this and that. I usually just whinge <laughs> about things. And then you said, oh, a lot of people at the station said you talk about UFOs. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's not a conspiracy theory show, but I do talk about UFOs. Uh, just slightly, and I'm going to play some background music for this one because we need it. Are you ready? Get a bit of X-Files going on. Oh, this is right. freaky. So over the last couple, since 2020, the uh, Pentagon released a couple of uh, 
bits of footage that they said basically the navy is seeing these things out in the ocean they don't know what they are and it's kind of been going on since then uh they passed a bill uh recently uh covid bill and in the bill they said the pentagon has to release all the information that they know about the ufos uh, now, recently on an interview on Fox News, which is, a, I mean, it's a great news service, let's be honest, uh, a former director of National Intelligence, John Radcliffe, came on and said, look, for the most, for the most part, it's pretty, you know, things are easily explained. It's, it's either this or that, or someone's seen something, and it can be explained. Because there's a couple of cases where we don't know what it is, and they're over military installations, so they're over nuclear power plants, nuclear military sites, uh, and they can shut down some of these things on occasion. And uh, military people have seen them and they basically don't know what they are. And it's like, well, if it is Russia or China, they're basically doing whatever they want. <laughs> and if it's not Russia or China, then what is it? Now, I don't want to be a tinfoil hat kind of guy. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of wishful thinking. I kind of hope it is alien. It's kind of cool, I think. I think it'd be great. But, I mean, who knows? It could be some kid that's a super smart kid that's just developed some sort of hyper-advanced drone but weren't they saying that there was something that, you know, they didn't have the technology for these objects that they were seeing, though? Like, they have yeah. no engines, they have no wings, mm -hmm. so how are they even staying up in exactly. the sky? It just boggles my mind, and I'm looking forward to it, because apparently they're going to be releasing more information about what they know about it in the next, I think, 90 days or something, because the, uh, the deadline's coming up soon, I think, in June. Uh, so it's going to be very interesting to see what comes out from this report. But I don't know, to me, it's just fascinating. I, I, regardless if it's someone, some super smart person doing this or if it is China and Russia, because apparently the things that, like you said, that they can do, like mm. they can go fast in the sound, uh, speed of sound and it doesn't have a sonic boom. There's no That's crazy. breaking of the sound barrier. And again, some of these people that have seen them, they're quite quite highly highly regarded uh, military officials as well so it was not just some guy in his backyard going i see aliens it's you know proper people that aren't conspiracy theory nuts can you so. imagine if there's people just like us in the radio show sitting here but they're on another planet you know and we have no idea <laughs> well, it could be there could be bizarro versions of us it could yeah. be us like in the future coming back and to look at ourselves it just hurts you. I know. I find it fascinating, Me actually. Too. Just because of the endless possibilities of it. Because no one can really write it off. No one can say, well, you're wrong there, Lara. Yeah, because cause they've actually got footage. Exactly. It's amazing. I know. It's, it's interesting. Beautiful. So I'll, I'll keep the listeners posted as they come. Uh, but yeah, it's something that really interests me. Yeah. Yeah. Who, really. What would kind of alien would you like to see? Uh, well, hopefully a friendly one. Like, you, you know. You, you <laughs> Not like Mars Attacks, where they no, I don't want to attack zapped. you and zap you. No, hopefully they're friendly. I mean, uh, if you go by our human history, we're not very good at rocking up to new places and meeting new people. No. Usually we just wipe out the entire population of people. So hopefully they're friendly. But again, it's, it is weird, even if it is, let's say, hypothetically, these aliens. It's like, it's weird. What are they doing? Just coming down, just checking us out for a bit and then yeah. leaving. It's a weird thing to do. Maybe it's like Independence Day where they're just checking us out before they take over. Maybe. Or we're the all going to be their slaves soon. That's all right. Maybe the things that we're seeing are actually like their versions of drones and they're just coming down just to check it out. And there's no one actually <laughs> in them. Who knows? Yeah, who, who knows? knows? It's very, very interesting, very exciting stuff. Hey, uh, this is my new favorite song at the moment. Streets. Oh. Joja Cat. It's got such a good beat. It's so basic. So basic. You're a 98.7, Audible Paper. Streets, Doja Cat, 98.7, Audible PFM. Uh, now, just after we finished the show last week, I noticed some things popping up on social media about uh, the ice cream Golden Gay Time. Uh, now, apparently some people are saying that they should change the name it's offensive. They uh, people are unhappy about it, and then even more people are unhappy that people want to change the name. <laughs> 
first of all, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I can go first if you want. Uh, you, you do, you're not in. <laughs> so, if, I, like, I, obviously, um, there are some things that are, are offensive in America. They've got the um, the football team, the Redskins, and I can see why the Native Americans mm-hmm. want them to change and their name. Green cheese. Green cheese. And... Uh, there was also um, a popular thing in Australia, the cigarettes. They, were, they changed the name to fads as mm-hmm. opposed to what it was before, which I totally get because that term actually is offensive, and I get it. Golden Gay Time. It's been around forever. It's to me. I mean, I don't see how it's offensive. It's go. I mean, originally it was for all you know, golden happy time, basically, because gay meant, you know, happy. Mm-hmm. I, I I feel like it's a couple of Karens out there that have gone like that's not acceptable just because the word gay is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's actually uh, a little bit insulting to gay people. Like they don't have any sort of sense of humor about sort of things. They that they would be actually offended by that. I I personally I don't get it myself. I don't think they should change the name. If it was something a little bit harsher, maybe change the name. But over the course of the last, I don't know, 15 years where we've changed, you know, you can't say Baba Black Sheep anymore. They changed Fairy Penguins to, I don't know what they changed it to, but you can't say Fairy Penguins anymore. And I think it's a little bit to the point where it's a little bit overkill. Some things you kind of get, like like you said about the cheese and the and the American sports teams. But Golden Gate Time, it's fun. It's a happy thing. No one's, it's, how is it offensive? What do you think? Well, I have some um, close friends who are gay and they actually don't think anything of it. No. They're just like, leave it and yeah. it doesn't bother us at all yeah. and we don't we didn't think of anything bad you know to why? do with because it. Because it's not a fence. Yeah. <laughs> and it's delicious. I mean, I feel like it would change the flavour in some way. No, no. <laughs> See, I've never liked it. Really? Yeah, I was never into the golden gay time. Yeah, I thought it was a universally liked uh, ice cream, but the older I've gotten, there's some people are just yeah, n- n- never, not never that into liked it. it. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favourite ice cream? Yes, of- I love love um you know those ones that you break apart they were like the two oh, cans yeah. and they were just like yeah. an icy pole with different colors and you'd rip them yeah. apart and you could eat one and eat the other that after. was a good one what was that called it's called oh it's like two it's got the two can on it yeah but I do remember yeah that. it was amazing the grape color was my favorite yeah as you get down to the bottom yes yeah, yeah. oh I'm, I'm partial to a buffalo bell is a buffalo bubble oh yes gum the bell? one with the, the yeah, bubble the, gum in yeah. the middle yeah but apparently they want to change the name for, for that as well which i'm not 100 sure i didn't even click on that one what's I'm the like, weird thing with bubble gum bill? it encourages people to use guns or i don't know what it is oh um but i i think my favorite is maybe a maxi bond i don't i like a maxi oh bond. yeah 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 like one time i was out and i saw someone eating a maxi bond the other way so they were holding the chocolate bit and mm. eating the biscuit bit first and i'm like what <laughs> a psychopath who does that that's why they put the biscuit bit in so you don't have to get your hands all melty see that's why i like to have like a little tub so i like to have the ben and jerry's because it doesn't leak everywhere it's nice and neat you can see my ocd coming out of me right now and then you just eat it out of the container it's perfect I've got a little bit of a confession what i've never had ben and jerry's <gasps> What? I know. Am I missing out? Oh my gosh, you're missing out. Because <sighs> they've got really cool names as That's well. That's like the breakup ice cream. Yeah. It's the ice cream that makes you feel like you're less fat. <laughs> you know, it, it makes everything, all your worries go I'll away. I'll have to try some on air next week. Yeah, really I'll cool... bring it for you. Yeah, bring some in. I'll bring my favorite though. flavor. It's expensive. Very expensive. They it's ha- like $13 a tub. Yeah, not cool. They have one called Chuno Mars they brought out. Really? Yeah, in honor of Bruno What Mars. kind of um, flavor was it? Yeah, probably caramel and nougat. <laughs> Who knows? Right now, it's faded by ZHU. 98.7. Audible Perfect. Baby, I'm wasted. You saved my life. Save my life. Sia, 98.7. Audible PFM. She's Australian. She's not from Melbourne. She's from Adelaide. 
But speaking of Melbourne, speaking of the Peninsula, we've got a great event coming up this weekend. Yes, we have the Peninsula Music Festival. So it's a two-day food festival located in the Briars, Mornington. So it's running over the Easter weekend, 3rd and 4th of April. So there'll be lots of fun, food trucks and music. And headlining is Daryl Braithwaite and Kate Sobrano. So mm-hmm. that's really exciting for me because I've actually... Um, done a show with um, Daryl Braithwaite, Braithwaite in the in the back in the day so that's great so you can buy tickets peninsulamusicfestival.com.au um, are you going to go to the festival uh, well potentially I, I know the RWP FM is doing a live broadcast there uh, Saturday and Sunday as well so they've asked me to be part of that but I don't know I'm not 100% sure yet I didn't commit I didn't too, say yes too busy are you well, you know, I've got a lot of events yeah, to attend just, and charity know. events to, to attend. <laughs> no, there's a chance, but um, I was at the Briars not that long ago and um, I'm house-sitting over the over the weekend, so there's a chance that I, I've got to look after a pet. But, you know, it does seem like a pretty good lineup. Do you reckon Daryl Braithwaite's going to sing the horses? Oh, I hope so. That's <laughs> one of my favourite songs. I mean, it should be the Australian <laughs> National Anthem. I think they should remix it. Yeah, yeah. and I am going to be there on Sunday afternoon um, okay. talking with a lot of the celebrities that are coming off stage okay. and, you know, finding out... A about where Maybe I will go. Yeah, Je- I think you're getting jealous now that oh, I'm going to be there without you. I want to meet Daryl Braithwaite. <laughs> I want to meet Kate Sobrano. Apparently, she kisses kisses very passionately. Do you remember that? Song? Oh, do you remember that? Song? Are you looking for a kiss? Are you? Oh, I'll kiss Kate Sobrano. Why not? Yeah, yeah she's a bit of a hottie, yeah. isn't she? Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen her for like 20 years, but I'm st- I'm sure she still looks fine. Yeah, I'm just excited to meet kind of the local people on. Um, the Mornington Peninsula as well and talk to them and, and mm. gather what they love about the festival and the Mornington Peninsula. And uh, John Shaw that hosts uh, Scrambled Eggs on, I think, he's going to kill me now, I think it's uh, Wednesday, Thursday breakfast. He's going to actually be emceeing the whole event. So um, Audible PFM is going to be scattered all around the event. So it's going to be good. And bring your kids down and get their faces painted, get a, get a bit of food from a food truck. Ride on a pony. Ride on a pony. Say hi to Lara. Why not? While you're down there. Uh, one guy that won't be there, unfortunately, is going to be Johnny Diesel. Uh, and we're going to play a little bit of Johnny Diesel now. And uh, again, Australian. We're going to keep it Australian. We're going to go a little bit of dig by Johnny Diesel. Have you seen Johnny Diesel live? He's very good. No, I haven't. I've seen him twice. He's great. He's a bald man. Got a bit of a fan over here. Yeah, sexy bald man. <laughs> You're on RWP 98.7 and 98.3 on the peninsula. 12 minutes to 6 o'clock, 98.7 RWP FM, 18 degrees in Mornington. Uh, now for the people that are just tuned in and for the people that are just tuned in for the first time in four weeks, uh, <laughs> it's my co-host Lara and she lived in America for uh, five years. So two and a half years and then in Vancouver, one and a half years. Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, now we were talking uh, off air just about driving. We were doing a traffic report before and uh, we both have a hatred for driving, people that are bad at driving. Now, LA's got a reputation for um, uh, aggressive drivers, <laughs> I would say. There's a lot of jokes I in I don't movies. think so. I think that... The- it's they've got really bad peak hour traffic. I mean, yeah. one hour turns into three hours over there, and it's really chock a block. Mm. Where it's not as bad here, peak hour traffic. But I feel like the drivers here are much worse in terms of behaviour. Yeah, and you know, there's been several times when people are like right up Your my bum. butt. Yeah. You know, um, I tried to do that kind Tailgaters. of nicely (laughs) but yes right up my butt um you know and i'm going 100 k's and they're obviously going 120 and then they'll Mm. drive by me as if i'm doing something wrong and like throw their arm out i'm just like what's going on i'm going the speed limit is something wrong here i 100 percent agree with you i think uh melbourne drivers are bad very bad i would say Mm. Uh, almost uh 
I live pretty close to some shops. It's probably a two-kilometer drive, and I guarantee you from when I leave my house when I get the shops, like three people will have given me the Brad Pitts uh, just on the drive. People sitting under the speed limit, people going too fast, people sitting up your bum, people mm. not paying attention. Like I know you it used to be if you see someone veer, you think, oh, they, they've been drinking or what's going on. Now everyone's on their phone. Which is I know, which is well. so dangerous. Especially because you see people when you stop at the red light and they're at pole position and mm. you're behind them and the light turns green and you know they're checking their phone. You can see kind of like their head go down mm. and you're like, come on, really? You're sitting at the front of the lights. You had one job. It's just take off when it turns green and they you have to give them a the little beep and then they get all funny with you. It's a whole thing. Uh, now, was it a tough adjustment when you moved to LA to try and switch sides because it was so going from here to driving over there was really difficult mm. and you know I, I was kind of going towards the middle of the lane yeah. instead of staying over because i was feeling uncomfortable yeah. and then obviously when i came back going from there to, to here <laughs> i started always you know instead of because the indicators are on the other side so i kept mm. on putting on the window washers yeah. instead of an indicator so yeah. i had to keep on going between the both but at the end of the day i am fine now yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'm a good driver that's i'm actually good. a little bit of a granny driver at oh, times see oh. that's why the people are glaring at you no <laughs> i swear i stay at the limit okay yeah well uh oh yeah I, i'm totally with you i was gonna ask you something else but i totally had a brain fade what i was gonna ask you uh no I've lost did it. you mean brain freeze no it faded it faded oh, away it's a, it's a word brain faded brain fade yeah oh wow it's, it happens uh, a lot i'll tell you about it um shortly if i can remember but my brain's fading again right yeah. now hey justin babe's got a new album out and uh this is one of the songs off it it's called hold on you're 98.7 you know you can call me if you need some Hold on, Justin Bieber, number six on the ARIA charts, 98.7 out of PFM, Matt and Lara. Uh, so, big weekend. You're going to be going to the, the I know. festival. It's I Easter as well. I can't wait to meet these um, artists and I can't wait to get all my all right. chocolates in I bed. Know. Yeah. It's be good. <laughs> uh, you'll have to get some and, and quiz me on them and see if I can. I know. Your turn. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you like the lint chocolate bunny? I like the lint chocolate. <gasps> oh my bunny. gosh, yes. When you break it off and it's like that thick chocolate yeah. and then you just suck on and, it's to, and yeah. it lasts forever. The toughest. Wow, you can like I throw know. someone at someone's head. It won't crack. It's oh, kind of... I love. They're my favorite. Not definitely. That I've done that. <laughs> and KB Craig as well. Do you like KB Cream? No, eggs? I don't no. like any of that creamy stuff. I don't like caramel. I get that. Not into it. But that. peppermint, big fan. Yeah, I've noticed with the old. I know. Uh, the arrow. The arrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I might cruise down there as well. I probably won't. Let's be honest. Uh, do you let's see pl- if you turn up. <laughs> do you have any other plans for Easter? Do you have anything fun with the fam? Uh, yeah, I'm just spending some time with my family on Saturday doing another comedy festival show and going to Coco's Restaurant at Crown for Coco's. my brother's birthday. Really? So I'm really excited for that because I love teppanyaki. I love, you know, being able to catch the rice yeah. in a bowl. And, it's a fun um, time. Yeah, it's always a fun Dinner time. Dinner and a show. Yeah. I mean, you can go wrong. Apparently there's a really fancy all-you-can-eat, like a really fancy sizzler at Crown. It's oh. like a hundred bucks, so it's quite it's kind of expensive. I don't know about this Sizzler. Wow! No, I know my I'm friend there went the other that. day. He's like, it was amazing. I'm like, I want to go to the fancy. Yeah, Sizzler. I want to go to fancy Sizzler too. Well, you can eat. I mean, we it's should like go together. <laughs> <laughs> Have a couple of drinks. It'll be a fun time. Hey, uh, tune in next week. Uh, there's going to be more of Matt and Lara just doing what we do. I uh, hope you have a great Easter, Lara, and don't eat too much chocolate. And also, if you can, say hi to Dale Braithwaite for me. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I will. You shall do. Hey, we're going out with uh, one of Mornington's biggest artists, one of the biggest artists in the world right now. It's a bit of tone tonight. Fly away. We'll see you next week. Have fun, guys. Happy, Happy Easter. Easter. Bye.